0: Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Quad Shot, where we help you down and digest the day's most pertinent cancer news. It's July 18th, 2022. Welcome to the Quadcast. Let's dive in. First up, unclassified. Can a genomic classifier improve our decision-making for men receiving salvage post-prostatectomy radiation? SAC 910 was a randomized trial that tested dose escalation for salvage post-prostatectomy radiation. It found that escalating dose from 64 gray in 32 fractions to 70 gray in 35 fractions did not improve freedom from biochemical progression. Importantly, patients received only prostate fossa radiation with no ADT and no pelvic lymph node coverage. Thus, SAC 910 provides an opportunity to evaluate factors that identify which patients might benefit from treatment intensification. In this study, prostatectomy specimens from 226 participants were used to validate the prognostic value of the deciphered genomic classifier. Genomic classifier scores were categorized as low, intermediate, and high. As a continuous variable, increasing genomic classifier score was associated with increasing risk of biochemical progression after salvage radiation. Those with a high genomic classifier had a significantly lower rate of freedom from biochemical progression at five years Than those with low or intermediate scores, at 45% versus 71%. Patients with high genomic classifier scores were also more likely to experience clinical progression and require androgen deprivation therapy. So, how could Decipher impact your practice? The author suggests that if the genomic classifier were used to identify patients who do or do not benefit from treatment intensification with ADT and nodal radiation, the rate of patients who are quote-unquote over-treated could be reduced by more than half. Furthermore, the genomic classifier can inform the decision of when to initiate salvage radiation based on PSA. Among those with a high genomic classifier, the rate of failure from biochemical progression falls to a whopping 65% when waiting until the PSA is greater than 02 to deliver salvage radiation, compared to perhaps a more tolerable 11% for those with a low genomic classifier, although you could definitely make the argument that earlier treatment is always better if you're going to treat, based on a lot of other data, of course. Interestingly, the rate of biochemical progression was 90% among those with a high genomic classifier who received late salvage radiation, which was defined as having a PSA greater than 0.5. The bottom line is, in the SAC 910 trial, the Decipher genomic classifier was associated with risk of biochemical progression, and it identified men at high risk who may benefit from very early salvage radiation and further treatment intensification with ADT, and or pelvic nodal radiation, thanks to DALPRA, Annals of Oncology, 2022. Up second, open and shut case. Could radiation exacerbate a malignant fistula from anorectal cancer? This is an important question, as such concerns could prevent patients from benefiting from definitive or palliative radiation. In this retrospective study of 639 patients with anorectal cancer, 7.4% had a malignant fistula prior to treatment. After treatment, over half, at about 60%, experienced improvement in their fistula, including 31% that had complete resolution. The median time to response was 50 days. Important to note is that all the patients with a persistent fistula had persistent local disease after radiation. In other words, malignant fistula from anorectal cancer are more likely to resolve with disease response, and pelvic radiation appears to help rather than hinder this process. Thanks to Corey lacus, Practical Radiation Oncology, 2022. Up next, Skies the Limit How high is high enough when ablating inoperable renal cell carcinoma? This phase 1 dose escalation study reached the maximum dosing of 48 gray in 4 fractions without dose limiting toxicity. In fact, there were no grade 3 plus toxicity events in the 24 months following treatment of the 13 enrollees and no significant alteration in renal function was observed. This is consistent with a prior similar study that also failed to demonstrate significant toxicity even at a dose of 60 gray in three fractions. Thanks to Le Pierre, Practical Radiation Oncology, 2022. Up next, can you hear me now? Virtual oncology visits are great in theory, but this retrospective look at 1,261 scheduled telemedicine thoracic oncology visits at Johns Hopkins demonstrates that patients of black race and or Medicaid coverage had significantly lower odds of successfully completing the visit which in turn was associated with a higher utilization of emergency services, urgent care, and hospitalizations. Thanks to Wasim, JAMA Network Open, 2022. Up next, Long Haul. This rigorous prospective study of 2,560 Italian healthcare workers undergoing COVID-19 PCRs at least once every other week from March 2020 to April 2022 reveals 29% were infected at some point, among whom 12% had no symptoms and 31% had symptoms persisting greater than four weeks, which is sometimes referred to as long COVID. With the rate of the latter reaching 42%, among the unvaccinated. Thanks to Azzolini, JAMA, 2022. Finally, Bugaboo. This interesting Chinese retrospective pretreatment tissue analysis of 802 nasopharyngeal tumors reveals the presence and quantity of intratumoral microbes was clearly associated with worse survival outcomes. Thanks to Zhao, JAMA Oncology, 2022. This concludes today's episode of The Quad Shot. If you like what you've heard, please consider giving us a five-star rating and subscribing to our podcast. Also, Check out our website at www.quadshotnews.com and subscribe to our newsletter. We'll catch you next time.